This recording is an offering of Networks for Training and Development's online university. Okay, without further ado, I give you Michelle Sparling of Networks. Hey everyone, we're so glad you could join us today. Um, so today we thought we would start um, to have a conversation about working virtually. And uh, some of you may have seen a couple of videos and um, some, uh, some work we had done recently about sharing how we're working virtually. Um, and given the times that we're in right now, we think that talking about working virtually for the masses is really, really important. Uh, many of us are working from home now and we're, we're finding it challenging at times. Um, now, there are some pretty funny moments, too, because we need to try to be lighthearted a bit in what's happening in our world of us working from home. But then there are very serious components as well. So we're going to try to mix both of those in some conversation today. Um, today is the first in a five-part series. So each week we will be sharing a different element of working from home. So today, I would like to talk with you about the realities of working from home, some of those big picture kind of things. For those of you who have been working from home, you're probably realizing now if you absolutely love it or if you hate it, <laughs> uh, there's probably a big combination of all, right? No matter what, we're, we're kind of stuck in a situation. We have to do what we have to do right now. So we, why not make the best of it, right? I thought, why not have a conversation about what this is really like and what are some pros and cons and the realities of this? We know that we have a lot of distractions. For those who haven't worked from home before, it can be challenging. Some of the distractions that we have, and these are not limited to what I'm going to share, okay? But probably one of the biggest challenges that I've heard most recently is having to work with your spouses, significant others, or other family members in your space, right? So that can be really hard. Um, and the easiest thing to do is try to be considerate of one another and figure out how do you work together, uh, coordinate your calls. So my husband now is working from home and our office space, we have one office space without a door. So I said, okay, well, I will go in another area of the house. As you will see, for those of you who are on video, I have a beautiful uh, screen behind me of Hawaii. <laughs> so I'm going to pretend I'm in Hawaii right now because <laughs> that's where I'd rather be but you don't know, want to know what room I'm in right now, uh, and you don't need to see it. Uh, we're gonna have a, a session all about technology, uh, and you'll hear about how you can create green screens and other pictures, virtual backgrounds uh, in another session. But this is one of the things that we're doing in our house, is separating ourselves, closing doors as much as possible, and giving each other the space we need when we're on calls. Another distraction, children. How many of you have kids at home? whether they be school-age kids or small children who are not even in school yet. Kids, you know, they're going through a trying time right now, but they, most of them are doing schoolwork from home. So it's best if they have their own little workstation set up. And depending on the kind of work that you do, perhaps they can be sitting near you, or they may need to have a separate area just for them. Help them to feel special and set up uh, with their computer or their schoolwork, whatever it might look like and do some prep in advance the night before. Uh, talk with them, help them through the conversation of, so what's happening tomorrow when we sit down for school and work? Uh, even prep food in advance. Have snacks ready for them because there's nothing worse than being distracted when you're in the middle of a call and you're speaking 
and there's a, a child saying, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I want lunch. <laughs> so prep as much as possible um, so that you're not disrupted as, as easily. And you know, when you have the little, little ones, I think we're all being really considerate of one another. And I've been on plenty of calls where there's a crying baby in the background. It's a reality of where we are. So just remember to mute yourself as much as possible. Pets, need I say more? Um, they can really be unpredictable. I have a dog that I have barricaded downstairs right now. He can't come and scratch on the door and say, let me in. Uh, depending on what kind of animal you have, you know, some cats, they, they really don't care, or they could be laying across your, um, your computer. Um, some dogs do the same. <laughs> but, you know, with your dogs, making sure, or, or your animals, whatever it is, if they distract you and you, you, have, you need to get on an important call, uh, or a webinar or do something like this by video. Give your dog a bone with peanut butter if that's what it takes. Whatever their special treat is to keep them quiet for a while, that's what you need to do. How about television? Now some of us use television as an important distraction, right? But when it comes to working from home, unless you need that background sound, it's probably best to keep the TV off, especially news channels right now. Keep them off catch up later what you need to, but it's a stressful time. And if you're trying to focus on your work, it's best to just keep it separate. Uh, another distraction, household chores. Now, I look at household chores as a great way to get up and unload the dishwasher or change a load of laundry because we do need to get up and move while we're working from home. So it is a distraction, but it can be a good one. Now, if you decide you're gonna do 10 loads of laundry and it's gonna take you an hour or more, then maybe you wanna rethink what you're doing and how you're doing it. But use those household chores in little chunks to get you through your day and it and forces you to get up and move around. So look at it as a good thing. How many of you are finding you have so much more email right now and it's all email that you have to take a look at? Email can be a distraction. We all know that regardless of the situation that's happening right now. So schedule time in your day where you're going to focus on your email. Because if you don't and you just look at it all day long, you're not gonna get your work done. So focus on what it is that you need to get done for the day, make a list of what's a priority and make sure you get those things done. This is a crazy time. We're not all as productive as we typically are. So definitely focus on your goals for the day and, and fit email in around those. Now, another distraction, if you're not used to working from home, are computer glitches, problems with your Wi-Fi. You may have too many people in your house using your Wi-Fi, so your speed may be slower. We are going to address technology later on in the series, but my best advice right now, it, it will slow you down unless you figure out um, quickly how to fix those problems. So ask your friends, Google, troubleshoot the best you can, look for YouTube videos on how to fix things, but just do your best to try to fix those things as quickly as possible so that you can get back to being productive. Some other important things that we wanna consider, start and end your workday at specific times. For most people, that's important. Pace yourself throughout your day. Um, know that you know you have that beginning time and that end time, um, especially if you have children. 
you know, you're going to have to end because they're, they're going to make you end. <laughs> um, remember to take breaks when it's nice out, go out for a walk, exercise, do whatever it is that you need to do to relieve some stress during this time. And remember to eat. We all need to eat. How many of us can say we've done marathon sessions of calls and we realize, you know, it's three o'clock in the afternoon and we had a cup of coffee. That's not good. So we need to keep our health um, well, stay healthy, take care of ourselves, make sure that our immune systems are doing well at this time. So remember to eat. Remember to keep a schedule for you and your family. There's a lot out there on Facebook right now about people. Remember to change your pajamas from your, your, uh, your nighttime pajamas to your daytime ones. <laughs> well, there's some truth in that. And we need to keep a family schedule. We need to keep uh, you know, our, our household in somewhat of a schedule. And then one last comment I'd like to make is to remember to chunk your workday if it makes more sense for you. So focus on uh, some key elements of your day that you need to accomplish, key goals. Spend some time with your kids. Spend some time with your pets or your significant others. Then get back to it again and, and, and work your day in that manner if that's going to work what's out best for you. So there are just some words of advice, and I would love to hear what all of you are doing. What's working for you working from home? Or what are your challenges? Um, we do have some other networks folks um, that are on this call and they would be happy to jump in and share what they're doing as well. Hey everyone, this is Rosa McAllister and um, I live in a very beautiful place where I can get outdoors a lot. So I'm trying to work outside as much as I can. Um, that means sitting outside on my patio, my lanai, and working from there. It's a little distracting when neighbors come by, but that's okay. That's kind of my forced breaks. So that's one of the things that I'm doing is trying to blend my outside world with my inside world, especially right now. This is Diane Kehoe from Networks. Another thing that I found helpful is we're working at home, but we have a lot of things we need to do to work at home and equipment we need or paperwork we need. Try and set aside an area where that belongs so that your workspace is not encroaching in your home space and vice versa. Otherwise, it can become very disorganized for you. And just having all that work stuff all around can sometimes feel overwhelming when you're in your off time. So it's a good time, a good thing to set aside a place where this is where my work things go and this is where I can have that stuff. Sean is actually going to be speaking about organizing your home office. So if that's of interest to you, please tune in for that conversation that will be happening in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and I'm the last one. I'm doing the tech one. So I'm going to give you a heads up on one tech tip, which Michelle uh, touched on. If you're really struggling with internet speed, check what your speed is. You can go to speed.net and it will test your internet speed but contact your provider you may have enough speed in your plan but one of our employees actually found out that it's the router was outdated and that was what was slowing him down so it's a quick fix for you something that's pretty easy to fix any other tips or tricks or funny stories that you'd like to share 
I heard of a neighbor who had been on a call last week. He was sitting at his uh, home office desk and he had a little three-year-old under the desk <laughs> during the call. So <laughs> you do what you gotta do today, right? I know this is this is Shauna. I um, of course am working from home. I primarily use my cell phone. Obviously, there is, however, still a landline phone in my home, and I rarely use it. I don't think about it. And of course, during an important call, my phone, <laughs> my landline phone starts ringing. So it's sometimes you know being kind to ourselves, apologizing for the inconvenience or the disturbance and then taking care of the issue. So sometimes we learn best by things that just happen that are, you know, unexpected. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. We're all human. <laughs> yep. I, I remember being on a call with a national presenter. It was actually with Carrie. In the middle of the call, the UPS oh. delivery guy came to his house, which was totally unexpected. But he couldn't control that. So it was just like, oh, gee, I'm sorry, guys. Give me a second. <laughs> the easiest thing to do is keep ourselves on mute if we're on a call as much as possible so that when those things pop up, which they will, that you're already muted. But sometimes you're actually speaking and, you know, the UPS guy is going down the street and the dog's going crazy. <laughs> and then you just apologize. <laughs> it is what it is. So this is Joe in Networks, and I'm the one the front router was too slow. Um, I need the new router. And I found out the first day of this whole thing, everyone's staying home, and my son streaming all his stuff for, for my daughter, streaming all her stuff, and now my wife working from home. But one of the key things we, we've had to do is actually kind of, Michelle, you, you brought this up, but had those conversations. Hey, what's your schedule? What's going on when? I live in a small row home with five people here, and who's working from where and when? Who's got to be on a call? And what is the best space for each person to work work from? Of course, we get on this call now, and it's right when my daughter wants to make lunch. And the be best space to work for me is our dining room for the most part um, right now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yep, hang in there, Joe, and everyone else who's you know on the call or listening, and you're surrounded by family members, extended family, friends who are staying with you, whatever it might look like in your situation. We just have to figure it out, right? And it may even be who gets the computer because it's not everybody's going to have multiple laptops or computers. So you may even have to schedule who gets the computer when. <laughs> yep, that's very true, Diane. Yep, especially with kids doing schoolwork at home. Um, I know some schools are fortunate in that they're able to give each child their own computer to take home, but that is not... Uh, standard by any means. This is Rosa again from Networks. And I remember, oh, going back a number of years ago in our Valley Forge office, I had the upstairs office, Shauna's office now. I had that upstairs office and there was no door. And so I had to ask people. In fact, at one point I posted a little sign, please knock on the door before just coming up the stairs. And then sometimes I had to post a note letting folks know that I was with someone or it was a private session or something like that. These days I live in an apartment, I live by myself and I live in a beautiful, wonderful community and I love my neighbors, but we do have a habit of just popping over one another's houses sometimes or apartments. 
So we've kind of set a rule amongst our neighbor here that if the curtains are open and or the doors are open, lanai doors, patio doors, and front door, that means kind of we're open for business. Yeah, come drop by, whatever. If things are closed, however, that means something else. And I recently, with the number of webinars and live things that I'm doing, I've had to take that one step further, remembering back to my network's non-office store days. And so I have a, a note, actually, I had a placard, like a door hanger, like they have in hotels. I had that made um, at the local office max. I had it printed out and I hang it out on my front door and it says recording session live, please come back later. And I found that that helps people not to even knock or ring the doorbell or the UPS guy, they know to just leave things for me and not disturb me. So I've had to take it up a couple of steps, just trying to keep that privacy and things quiet. That's a good point, Rosa. Yeah, I've seen a lot of um, homes in my area where parents will post notes on the door, delivery person, please do not ring the doorbell. Um, and it definitely works. It's needed because they're waking up sleeping babies <laughs> when they're taking their naps. So that, that makes a lot of sense to be doing that. Absolutely. This is Shauna again. Uh, there was one situation, this was several years ago, I was facilitating a conference call um, and it was a pretty important call and during that particular call the uh, my apartment complex was doing a uh, required uh, check of those fire alarms throughout the buildings oh no <laughs> so there was no emergency right they warned us they told us it would happen in this 12-hour span of time and of course during my one-hour call it happened to overlap with this ongoing ringing. So I literally had to go to my car um, because it was so, so disruptive. So sometimes we might have to resort to going to our car for extreme situations where we just need a quiet background. I think that's extreme, but it did happen. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I could see how that could still happen today <laughs> in our circumstances, especially if you have a lot of family members in your house and it's really busy if you're able to leave and the kids are okay and you know you can go to your car and go hide somewhere um, or like rosa being able to be outside for some of us the weather will be improving you know we'll be able to go for a walk and take a call and that's something that we frequently do no matter what time of the year you, you know you can still can be winter time and you can put earbuds in and go for a walk and, and be on a work call if you don't have to write something so I encourage you all to try to do that too. Uh, if you can take calls virtually by phone and go for a walk, take the dog for a walk, take your kids for a walk, um, just to try to get outside. Um, more and more people are saying, you know, especially with this extended time that we're supposed to be indoors and, and not near other people, we need to break out, right? We need to, to stretch our wings a little bit here and, and get out a little bit more. So take care of yourself during this time as you're working from home figure out what you really need. One of my realities is we at networks, um, this is Joe again, excuse me. Uh, networks, we work from home routinely. This is not new for, for, for us, but my reality now is I like work from home by myself and having other people around. Whereas the opposite, I think for my wife talking to her, she's used to her social and people she interacts with at work and she doesn't have that. And that, She's struggling that way. She wants to go back to the office for that, for that part. 
So it's going back and forth and finding that balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with so many people in the house, and even if it's just a couple, I know my husband's on some calls and their video calls as well. So I need to make sure that I'm not in that frame. Um, he positioned his seating in a way that I can walk by now and no one sees me. But, you know, getting dressed <laughs> for work, you know, getting up and that's part of the reality. You know, you hear of people keeping pajama bottoms on and, and putting a nice shirt on and then they stand up, right, <laughs> for some of these video type calls. So being aware of that. And it feels, if, you know, for a couple of days, it feels good to just wear your pajamas, but you're going to feel better if you feel a little bit better about yourself and you're dressed at least a little bit uh, and put yourself together um, as you would for work. There's a number of people on the call. I'm wondering if uh, anyone who's listening would like to share anything in particular. No, it doesn't look like anyone. So I'll, I'm going to read off to you uh, the rest of the pop-ups in our series here. So next week, April 6th, Rosa will be talking about deciding how to connect remotely, conference call versus online meeting. And then Jess is going to share on um, online and remote etiquette on April 13th. Um, Shauna will be discussing organizing your home office on April 20th. And Diane will be sharing about technology on April 20th. And it does look like we're all pretty much going to be working from home for the rest of the month. So we would love it if you would jump on the rest of these calls. <laughs> Invite your friends. If you have any questions, feel free to post those uh, in our Facebook page um, after we're finished today uh, with this call. And if you have any other questions or concerns, you can find us at uh, www.networksfortraining.org. Feel free to check out our website or connect with us through our Facebook page or Instagram. We would love to see you there. Well, thank you so much for your time. Uh, we hope that this was helpful and useful to you. And we wish, wish you all safety and, and success in working from home. Take care. Thank you for listening. We hope the information provided was helpful. Don't forget to stop by our website and take advantage of all we have to offer. If you want to be kept informed of upcoming events, subscribe to our channel to be kept up to date on our future programs. Click on the link provided in the description if you wish to receive emails about our upcoming events and offerings.